0: Welcome, welcome to another episode here of Africa's Talk Football TV. How's, uh, how's everybody doing tonight?
1: man. Hmm. <laughs> Top four settings.
0: Yeah, uh, I wish I could say the same. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to all of our fans. Thank you to all of our friends. Thank you to everyone who's been tapping on with us this season, um, commenting. You know, we we're, we're on week 30, so... Yeah. only about two more months left we still got some champions league matches we'll touch on those a little bit later i know we still got some europa league matches we'll touch on those as well um but before we go into our teams today we we had a lot going around the prem this week um all matches were saturday sunday so we were able to get all the matches in um before you know the the start of the new week but happy easter sunday to all who celebrate, just want to make sure I say that. Happy uh, Ramadan is still going on, so happy Ramadan, Ramadan, Salim. And happy Passover to all those who celebrate those holidays. It's been a big holiday week, month. But um, like I said, before we get into our teams, I want to just highlight a few of the other matches that we were kind of talking about before we we hopped on today. Um, I want to say shout out to Newcastle. Shout out to my man Isak. got himself another goal this week, another ball, just baller performance overall. You know that hipster Newcastle team is they're, they're hanging around, they're hanging around, still man. in third place on goal differential. Um, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be tight between y'all two. Honestly, you know, top four is the goal, but you would rather be closer to the top than you know the bottom of that four. Do you um? Do you see Ooh. Newcastle? Does United see Newcastle before the end of the season, or have you no. played them twice?
1: So you two, two have already play played each other. Twice. Yeah, we played them twice, and we played them in the
0: uh, uh, Carabao, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Both of you have a game in hand and are also sitting three points above Tottenham. So I don't think that there's any real, real issue there. But I don't know. Okay, <laughs> okay, the man himself. Let's go! Mm -hmm. He came, came, came way too bright for me today. (laughs) Y'all wore the black jerseys, (laughs) and then he came with the yellow. Hey, top Top of the league, I feel it. I feel it. This Um, is a classic, man. This is a classic jersey right here. No, that is that really (laughs) is a classic. Well, welcome, welcome, Comey. Welcome, welcome. Um, to all of you out there, we we've been uh we we've had a few guests on these past couple of weeks. You know, we want to make sure that all of our friends and you know people that have tapped in with us from the beginning who have expressed interest on showing up and just saying their piece come on obviously last week we had solomon a city perf- you know supporter we don't get a lot of city support on this pod so it was cool to hear his take they don't either yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> so it was cool to hear his take i thought that was a great episode um awesome. you know we had rock Mel the week before and now we're joined by comey who i had the pleasure of actually meeting at salam's wedding um this past summer right was that? Two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this past summer, yeah. San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, great, a fun time. Yeah, great mm-hmm. time, great time. We were all able to kick back, you know, enjoy the fellowship of Anna and Salam, and of course, it wouldn't be Africans talk football if you bring all Africans together and we don't <laughs> talk football. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So I had the pleasure of meeting Comey. Had a great <laughs> two three days over there. Um, but yeah, Comey just wanted. To, we we honestly just started. I was just talking about Newcastle and how you know they've they've. I think shocked the world this year, just stayed top four for most of the season, especially this later half after the World Cup. Um, but we want to just introduce you before we, you know, fully get into it, kind of let us know who you are. Um, obviously, you support Arsenal, but kind of let us know when that mm-hmm. fandom started. And, you know, we'll, we'll we'll actually, you know, losers go first, but we, we can start with Arsenal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> top, of the, well- top of the ting, top of the ting. Hey man, we're doing the damn thing this year, you know?
1: Wow.
2: <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll talk about
1: that. Talking different this year. <laughs> yeah.
0: Talking different.
1: The pressure uh, is getting y'all, worse. Y'all,
0: y'all get, escape. Y'all escape with a point today. So.
2: <laughs> so yeah, man. No, I mean, I'll just excited I'm. I'm happy to to come on. Thanks for having me on, and uh, to all all of your fans that listen out there. Um. These guys are doing great stuff, and and I'm just happy to contribute today. Uh, obviously, my fandom started when like late '90s, um, just growing up in Togo. Um, shout out to Emmanuel Debayor out there, you know.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> uh,
2: just growing up in Togo, and 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 you know, I think most Togolese people are Arsenal fans. I don't know where that started or why. But that's just what happened, and uh, and then up to the early two thousands when Emmanuel Adebayor went to Arsenal, and they just kind of kicked kicked it into another gear uh, in that country. And then obviously the Invisible season. I can't get through this without mentioning Invisibles. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did, did the thing that year too, and uh, nobody's been able to done it ever since. And you know, it's it's just grown my my support of Arsenal has deepened over the years. Um and I've I've been lucky enough to share with a lot of lucky friends, just like you all, <laughs> Salam, Mike, um and now meeting <laughs> uh, uh meeting other people and sharing sharing that that passion of not just the Premier League but also of of football with them. Um so yeah that's that's where I come from that's where I am It's been a few years of heartbreak and headache and stress. Like, I mean, Tom and Mike will tell you at Miami, man, it was just just seeing United and Chelsea just winning stuff and suffering through the years of Wenger, you know? (laughs) So, I mean,
1: go go ahead, go ahead.
2: No, I mean, and you know, but, you know, every team goes through – rough rough patches Mm -hmm. Uh, and lucky enough we've come out of it it seems like and this year I think has been surprising to all Arsenal fans Um, I can confidently say that we we did not expect to be where we are at this year Uh, realistically most of us expected to just be fighting for that three or fourth spot in the league but um, the the team seems to be doing well and you know, we'll just we're just along for the ride. We'll see
0: where the right <laughs> is. Yeah. So uh, Salami, want to
1: say something? Nah. He no. I was just saying. That's what I was gonna ask. Just like all the year I've known Colt me for a very long time, and just <laughs> and just seeing this year, I am like no one could have predicted this, especially like considering you guys have finished what eighth in the past two years in a row.
2: Yeah, then, two eight, yeah, two eight position finishes and one fifth.
1: Yeah. 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 And then one year, right? fifth. yeah I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I forgot the fifth place last year. That was the one to Tottenham. The one they missed out to Tottenham Yeah, uh, in the end. But yeah, no one could have seen this though. And, and I was just going to just more or less ask just like, you know, just where you are now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially
2: after today's game. Did you, did you watch today's game? what did you think of yeah. today's game so so i did and look i think today's game is is was was kind of a microcosm of arsenal um it was what arsenal has been the past couple of seasons in one day right like in the first half i mean man that first half i didn't even i i scared the 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 hell out of you know, my child and and my (laughs) wife screaming because I didn't expect that. Right. Like, Like, I mean, even like to take it back to the game at the Emirates at the beginning of the season, or like in the first part of the season, going up outside the first minute, nobody expected that. Winning that game 3-2, nobody expected that. I mean, I've, y'all know me as a very Frank Arsenal Mm -hmm. supporter. And I'll, we got lucky in that game too. Like, that penalty that put us up 3-2, 50-50, that was not a penalty. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and that's been the theme this season, the past couple of seasons, is where like we've we've grown, but we've also gotten lucky. And today it was the same thing. In that first half, I mean, the passing sequence that got us into the dirt box for the first goal, and for just Martinelli to be able to like poke okay, it, you know, mm-hmm. pass yeah. Allison. Yeah. That's luck, finish. right there. That's where luck comes in, right? Like, how how the the ball bounces off of Van Dyke and like straight into the pass of a great first touch. Yeah. That
0: first touch was still phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Just to even caress it and bring it in your stride yeah, exactly. while you're running bring it under
2: control. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Not expecting mm-hmm. it. That was that's top top.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then you know they came at us. That woke them up a little bit, and then we got the second goal. Uh, beautiful cross by Martinelli and. Gabby Jesus doing what Man City and Pep didn't think he could do, which is just get at the end of get on the end of things, um, and making things happen and making life hell for defenders. Um and we had a good good first half, right? Um was worried a little bit there with Shaka getting into it with uh <laughs> Trent. You
1: see, cause because that bro, because bro, that was that was what I was gonna say. That's what change the momentum of the game. Because yeah. Shaka, Shaka awakened Anfield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and, I mean,
2: you know. No, he did. And, like, you know, the first, like, 35 minutes, right, that was Arsenal this season. Poised, mm-hmm. controlled, mm-hmm. like, you know, Political, dominating, yeah. dictating the tempo of the game, like, not even letting the opponents breathe. And then, like, the last 10 minutes of that first half, was Arsenal, like, at the end of last season, right? It was us letting ourselves um, um, give away chances. It was us, like, getting too hot-headed. It was us not not being rash and, and not thinking through decisions. Um, but again, that's the magic of Enfield. Enfield is a whole different place to go. And when you let the crowd get up like that. I mean, I remember at the one point in the first half, I was like, are we playing at Enfield?" Like, it was quiet.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, Quiet. (laughs) Like, dead silence. And then that thing happened with Trent and with Shaka. And then I was like, oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. And then it was Gabi Jesus getting into it with Fabinho. And then you were like, oh, no. The crowd is waking up now, right? (laughs) And then in the second half, it was just more of the same. You know, we couldn't get control of the game our touches were skipping us and just the whole uh, mental side of the game came at us. And that was Arsenal two or three seasons ago. Right. Mm-hmm. If Arsenal goes down, they're, they're definitely, you know, they were definitely bound to lose that game, like three or four, nothing. Right. So that's what happened. Um, overall, man, I'm, I'm happy to get away with the point, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, cause People were saying for this better part of 60 minutes we were good, but nah, man. Like for 35 minutes, that's about it. For the rest of the time, we just had to defend, like like crazy, and be lucky that a lot of stuff didn't happen to us. Like Mo Salah missing a penalty. When does Mo Salah miss a penalty at Enfield, right? Yeah. So like, yeah.
3: It's just stinks. Rumsdale. You gotta give Rumsdale, Rumsdale right. how to hell to I was gonna forward. say man of the match. And I was sure. just
2: about to go there too. Remsdale coming in with the saves, yeah, like yeah. clutch. That one save one-on-one with Darwin Nunez. I'm like, whoa. But also,
3: <laughs> uh, uh,
2: also it's Darwin Nunez. Like <laughs>
3: I told you guys, yeah,
1: man.
2: <laughs> that but, guy's gonna miss anything, you know.
1: Yeah, I would definitely say um. Today's performance by Ramsdale was like, that was a world-class performance. Yeah. Uh, he was definitely mm-hmm. a difference maker in the match, and you have to give it up to him. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, Komi, two questions. What did you think of two people in particular? One, Bukayo Saka, because I felt like he was very quiet today. Uh, I felt like Liverpool... You know, Saka, throughout most of the season especially lately, he's been getting double-teamed a lot, too. So, like, his, you know, it's hard for him to do much because he's always, you know, double-teamed all the time. But, you know, I mean, both fullbacks were getting up. So, like, you know, he had his chances. But obviously, too, if, if Martinelli was able to connect that last pass at the end and not overhit him, he would have been one-on-one with Alisson. But, um, you know, I just wanted and, to ask you...
0: That I pass...
1: I wanted to ask you on him, and I also wanted to ask you about what did you think of Kouar's performance, his debut. Those two.
2: Um. Yeah. So Bukayo, 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 my guy. Um. I think he had a rough day today. I think yeah, after that first, that first chance, where that you know he got that pass on the inside, so he started outside comes inside, got that pass from Ben White and was able to link it to Odegaard for that first goal. Um, after that, I think Liverpool just wised up to it and and they wouldn't let that pass happen anymore, right? That inside pass, they wouldn't let it happen because I think if you looked at the body language of Robertson, he fancied himself against Bukayo Saka on the outside, uh, but him coming in all the time, that was going to create a lot of headaches. Um i I frankly thought that um he was the one he was the one that was gonna be coming off when chostar was coming on um i I didn't think he had a good enough game but he was still threatening and he was still present in the defensive end right he was still helping out Ben White especially after Ben White got that yellow card um so I think that's where I'll put it it, it wasn't his best game it wasn't his worst game um he seemed a bit. Out of rhythm, out of sync, Uh, maybe because he didn't play the whole game last week, so that kind of put him a bit, a bit uh, behind um, the other people in the starting lineup. And when it comes to Kivior, Kivior, man, um, that first tackle was rough.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's what I'm saying.
2: It was the first impression. It was the first impression.
0: But, first but, but, impression. but my <laughs> like, thing like is, I, but I don't sorry. know if
2: I would have, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No,
0: no, I'll let you go. I'll let you go.
2: Like, I don't know if I would have thrown him in. Thank, um,
0: you. Thank you.
2: With this team and how much was, and with how much was hanging on, I don't yeah. think I would have thrown him in. I much like, yeah, I know we didn't have another center back out there. I much would have preferred rural waters coming in and like playing right back. Or playing that wing back and then putting White holding and Gabrielle as the three center backs. Um, Rural Waters was like the first or the only academy player to go on the offseason trip with the team. So, like, he must have some sort of potential. And then you mm-hmm. have key if you're coming in, is he a good defender? Yeah, he is. He plays for Poland, um, but he's he has really not played for Arsenal this season. So yeah, like hasn't. why trust him in this game? Why? Yeah, you know, was
0: a head scratcher. Yeah. Th- definitely was. So
3: uh, go ahead, Cornelius.
0: No, I was just gonna say I I want to just you know second that and say in a game where I mean, what he came on in like the 80th minute, and that's when things really started to bubble for, for Liverpool. The last the last 10-15 is when they really started to go and when you really start to feel like, okay, a goal might be coming, like a goal actually might be coming for Liverpool. I think I texted in the group, even after they scored that second, I'm like, there might be a third goal. It could go either way, but this is one of those games where at Anfield, you're bringing someone on for their debut, 10 minutes left when they haven't been really in the game, that's back and forth, back and forth, and then Arsenal really wasn't on the front foot. For me, I understand why Arteta brought him on. He just wanted to be a little bit more defensively solid. But I I don't know. I think you bring in a, another defensive midfielder. Maybe not like a true defender, like a defensive midfielder who can help out. I'm not sure who you had on your bench, so I'm not really Jorginho. sure what you know, what the personnel was. No, and, I and, feel and, him, though. and as much as we like to make fun of Jorginho, he's been in situations like these before. He's been in high-stress situations. He understands the value and the importance of this game. He's played at Anfield for years on end now, part of Chelsea, and now is a part of Arsenal. So... Honestly, I think he made a mistake there. And when Arteta goes back and looks at this game, he'll be happy with the point, but he he may do things differently next time because I think that was probably one of the Achilles heels today for you guys, bringing a defender on in the last 10 minutes where things were real dicey. You know, things could have gone really either way. Yeah, and I think,
2: like, to go along with that, I think we... This was one of those games, uh, rare games this season that we just did not control the midfield. And that came down to Partey. Um, I'm not slagging Partey or anything. I'm not, you know, I just think he, he didn't have quite a good game. And, you know, some of the times that he was able to get on the ball, he was able to make some good passes. He did lose the ball a couple times, but he just wasn't on top of it today. And usually he's able to do the job of two right, by himself, and he was, right today, he was, like, able to do the job of one person, and, like, he couldn't (laughs) get across quickly enough, and then, when they brought on, brought on Tiago, I mean, that was, that was it for him right there, he was just, like, lost like his head was just like part yeah. of swivel he
3: couldn't
2: he couldn't get a
0: grasp of things you know what I'm saying not, not, not bobblehead partay hey. <laughs> yeah.
3: oh man so my question for you is what there are eight games left now yes, yeah sir. eight games left and you guys have at least two more of these type of games at Newcastle and then I'll say at City how are you feeling about those two after seeing this one because to me, I think this is a great result for you guys. Mike did say that this would
1: be one of the games that was you drop. The drop.
2: I, I, you know, and I responded to Mike on Twitter. I was like, <laughs> I, was like <laughs> good, good. I was like, "I was like, Mike, man. Like now, now you're talking. Like hey, this whole I great. had
3: to wait. I had to wait. But I
2: was like, I gotta, you know, I gotta wait to see these guys like slip on the banana before, man. Yeah. Um. No, man. So we have eight games left. Do I feel confident? Does any Arsenal fan ever feel confident? I don't think so. Um. To be honest, man. To to be yeah, honest, yeah, even yeah. you know we were on a seven game winning streak coming in. Mm-hmm. Did I see us winning all seven of those games? No, I didn't um that's just me being honest and then go, going in next week we have west ham away west ham are scrapping uh, they're, they're trying not to get relegated we have southampton at home after that they're also i mean they're bottom of the table like who knows they may just give up by that time and just let <laughs> us win that game but <laughs> they're also mm-hmm. scrapping so like none of those eight games mm-hmm. are easy none of them. Southampton came to the Emirates and beat us last season. I'm pretty sure. Um, so like, I, I, I'm not confident going yeah. to Newcastle, going to men's city. <laughs> yeah, those are I, can't be tough. I can't wait.
1: I can't wait till you guys go to Newcastle Just... and city
2: city. I mean like, like if we can get two draws at city and Newcastle, then I think we've pretty much done the job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're there that city game is going to be important if we um can go to city and just not lose then i think yeah. we're we're pretty much one step um towards the yeah. championship um they have a game in hand we are six points ahead i their game in hand is against west ham i mean come on like <laughs> we can all say pretty confidently they're going <laughs> to beat west ham right mm-hmm. so then it comes down to that game at the etihad um, if they but, win that game at the Etihad, they pos- potentially go above us with the goal, goal difference. difference well, yeah. And they're in that mood right now at the end of the season, where they're just scoring fucking willy nilly. Like, yeah. I don't know if you guys allow cussing or not. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no. No. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. We we, we already <laughs> here now.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're here. They're,
2: they're just scoring whenever they want. So like that goal difference, if we're not careful, that goal difference could be like plus twelve. Like mm-hmm. by the time we play them at the Etihad. Um, I'm hoping their 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 two-legged Champions League, um, matches against Bayern Munich tire them out. I hope Joao Cancelo goes in two-footed on Holland, and takes
0: him out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, we hope all players just, stay healthy. <laughs> just to, just
2: to stick it to Pep. Actually, I hope he goes into for the on pep on the sideline. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, (laughs) But those are going to be rough games, and we still have not just those away games, but we have Brighton at home.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Brighton, I mean, yeah, they're they're they're
3: different. Yeah, they're different teams.
1: So let me ask you. you, Let me ask you. So if you lose. Any of those games or if you tie any of those games, any game that isn't the City or Newcastle game, do you think like that's it?
2: No. Okay. No, I think we have eight games left. City have nine. It's not, it's, everybody keeps, this is what makes me a little angry with the pundits in the UK they all immediately, like today after today, immediately all their articles were oh, half city taking advantage, half city. I'm like, bro, yeah. they're still six <laughs> points behind. Fuck. Like, okay, we yeah. give them give them the game in hand. Okay, they're still three points behind. What's guaranteeing yeah. you that city are going to just win the rest of their games? Like, yeah, exactly. they still have to play Brighton. They still have to play Chelsea. Like, mm-hmm. they still have mm-hmm. to play a lot of hard teams out there teams fighting for the relic fighting against relegation so like True. so it, it really makes me mad and i'm just like no we have eight games left they have nine we'll see what happens mm-hmm. who knows i mean nobody expected them to tie at force and they went yeah. over there
3: tied yeah.
2: right mm-hmm. so and yeah. nobody expected us to be top of the league so, <laughs> you
0: never know what's
3: going to happen.
0: You never know what's going to happen. He was waiting for that bar. <laughs> uh, okay. You're not wrong, though. You're not wrong. You're not wrong.
3: You know, Arsenal fans like Comey, I've seen Comey go through it. That's why I would love to see Arsenal win it. You know, Arsenal fans like, Kobe, I've just seen him go through it. He was realistic during all of those time periods. And I feel like it's you guys' time, but. It wouldn't be Arsenal if we can't banter, you know, something out of this, you know. If if that's, you guys don't just slip up, just you know, it has that's the to good be thing, Arsenal. man.
2: That's the good thing with Arsenal is, uh, you know, we're 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 usually uh, the what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know what the term is. We usually <laughs> the the club that people love to just <laughs> laugh at. It's and, easy.
0: Uh, it's easy. It's
2: easy. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy right? Like the new
1: um, the New York Knicks.
2: Like new yeah. York? Nah, don't put, don't put us in that category.
0: <laughs> Historically, y'all good, but uh, recent right? era. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey, 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 hey! We've won a couple FA Cups or one FA Cup in the Community <laughs> Shield recently. Yeah. Um, in the Community but... Shield, holy
3: shit! <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait till he tells you about the uh, one.
2: Uh, one of invisible. the stats though is is. We are two wins away from. Actually, we were six points away from um, securing Champions League football before the beginning of this game, and now we are five points away. So, I think Arteta and his team realistically that was their goal this season, yeah,
0: and that's, that's going to
2: be that's going to be their goal for the next two games against West Ham and against Southampton is let's go and get the goal, the job done. Let's reach our first goal. Let's mm-hmm. get two wins and secure Champions League football. And then we can figure out the title race after that. Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Facts. And I think that's huge, especially coming from, I mean, we talked about it earlier, coming from last season where you guys missed out on Champions League on the last day of the league. And now you're in a position to go ahead and secure that for the first time in almost a decade. That's Quite a while. Yeah. Almost, a, you know, six, seven years at least. So it, it's it's huge. And I think and I think honestly, even though this this draw may feel like you guys could have had a little bit more. I I don't know what the the overall temperature is with the Arsenal fan base. I think once you get that Champions League secured, that gives you a little bit more confidence going into the rest of the into the rest of the year cuz just like you said that's probably one of the goals you had for this year and when you could actually see yourself checkmark a goal and say all right complete and we still have four or five matches left that gives you a little bit confidence going into a newcastle that gives you a little bit more confidence going into the etihad um so honestly you, you know that's I, I think it's huge getting a point you may look at it as we should have done more but this is a big point and step in the right direction you know, is, one point is better than no points. That's what I always it's,
2: say. It's a huge point. Um, and that's what I say to my wife. Like, I said that to Rachel. We were all watching this morning, like, <laughs> nervous. And I looked at her after the game. I said, like, one point is better than zero. You yeah, know? Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. And especially at at Enfield, where City went and lost, mm-hmm. you know. Um, United went, I think, they lost seven. Nothing is that right? Like, <laughs> oh, we that? don't remember, hmm.
1: I, not too long. long ago. I don't know why I'm catching Come strays. On. I don't know why I'm catching <laughs> strays. <laughs> this is but, nothing to you do
2: know, with me. Just, just proving that it's a tough place to go.
3: Yeah, that it is. Yeah. I mean, it
2: is a tough place.
3: We've seen in the past games like these. Remember, uh, City Liverpool. Mm-hmm. That's John Stones. Uh, Clarence of mm-hmm. the line. It was a, a tie <laughs> game. That won them the league that year. So you never know. Yeah. This could be yeah. one of those.
2: Could be one of those. So yeah. I think as an Arsenal fan, I'm happy. The mood on Twitter um, was, we're glad to get away with the point. That was the okay. mood. Okay. Um, people were just, again, like I said at the beginning, we're just enjoying the ride, to be honest.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: And seeing where it takes us and some of the main arsenal podcasts i mean that's what they talk about they just go well folks let's enjoy the ride and uh we'll we'll come back next season and you know Man city would have spent another couple hundred million dollars and then it would
1: be out of reach (laughs) you know (laughs) uh, (laughs)
3: um so that's where we're at man
1: if we get taken over um I don't know. (laughs) I think the rest of the years are over for all of you guys. It has to be this year for you. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: It has to be.
2: But I want to go back and talk about uh, Newcastle real quick. I know we're talking about Arsenal, but, like, that's a fear, man. If Newcastle get into the Champions League next season,
3: the amount of money, they're spending cash. They're spending that
2: cash, for sure. Mm -hmm. Just said this Um, last week. And that's scary. That is so scary. Yeah. I don't want it.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah they, they, they might be able to purchase.
3: Yeah, I feel like right now they're like everybody's darlings because you know they're not splashing all the big money, but right after they get into Champions League, it's gonna change, and everybody's gonna start hating them So um, they'll be able over. to. Yeah, they'll be able to you know keep our uh, stay close with all these top six teams. Yeah, we will be buying the same players. So, Coleman, let me ask you this let me ask you this. So I asked them last week, I said,
1: so if they make champions league next year, um, with the current ownership that they have, I feel like they're expediting this whole process of them kind of getting back up to, you know, just competing with the big teams and, you know, inevitably like with more money will come like more, hopefully trophies or whatnot. But do you think like, when they get into Champions League a year or two from now, they'll stick by Eddie Howe because I personally don't think that they will. I think that once they get back into Champions League, just like Man City, they're going to be like, all right, man, we appreciate it, but we're obviously moving <laughs> differently here. You know what I'm saying? So, there are yeah. levels. Yeah, they're <laughs> levels. So do you think that, like, he would,
2: you know, outlast that? mmm I don't think so. I'm I think I'm on the same page with you. I think yeah. we've seen it with Grant Potter. Um <laughs> at Chelsea is some coaches <laughs> some coaches tactics don't work well at the highest level. And when you, you get into the Champions League it's not just going to be about hey, we're going to go and hire the biggest and flashiest name out there, right? You know, but it's going to be will his tactics meet the level of Champions League football? And I don't think that will a good point. That's a good point. Um, because yeah, his tactics now work in England, but I mean, I could see, I could compare him right now to Diego Simeone at Atletico. Um, but he's Diego Simeone has been doing it for forever. He's been challenging Barca and real for years. He's won championships in mm-hmm. La Liga. Um, and but how is just I think his tactics are just good enough for Premier League and for a mid-table club that mm-hmm. can go on and aspire for European football, uh, kind of like the Leicester, uh, the Leicester's of the mm-hmm. world, the West Ham's of the world, for a couple seasons and then come back down. But the sad thing for him is, as you mentioned, Salam is. Um, or as we all agree on, they're going to go on and spend the money, and they're no longer going to be a mutable club. Yeah, <laughs> and he's it's just no longer it work. Right. It's, yeah. it's just not going to work after that, and he's just yeah. not going to be needed anymore. Your services are no longer required. You know. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah.
0: No, that's a good point. That's a good. I, I like what you said about his tactics. Not, might not be there for Europe because when I look at my team having to face Madrid coming up and we have uh Mr. Francis um, Francis Lampard. Yeah, I don't man. know if his tactics are good enough for the league. Yo, <laughs> talking Europe, the league Yo. His tactics weren't good enough for the league. Man. I, I want
1: to hear. I want to hear what the three of you guys have oh, to say man. about Frank Lampard going back there or Chelsea appointing Frank
3: Lampard to be the manager for the rest oh, of the it's, season. It, it's it makes no sense. Zero sense. I mean, we are the kings of hiring managers and firing managers. Majority of the time, it depends on who we bring in. If we brought in an experienced guy, it's usually worked for 18 months until we get, you know, the little kick in our, you know, (laughs) in our, you know, in us to, you know, fire this other guy, you know? So to me, this is how I see it. Bring in the guy you want taken in charge of this project bring him in now give him time to actually get to know the players then when the summer comes with a preseason he can be like okay i've gotten enough time to see you i don't want him he can go he can say bring me this guy whatever it is we have a big squad you think frank lampard that didn't work the first time at chelsea went to everton didn't work over there at all you think somehow it makes sense to bring him back to get us through these last few games. When you could just bring in the guy we we, uh, we need right now, give him time to kind of like use these last few games to kind of get to know guys, maybe even integrate his philosophy, uh, tactics, whatever it may be. We have no expectation in these last 10 games. The Chelsea fan base are actually delusional because we've gone on and fired a coach mid-season and won a Champions League. They think it they can think just that's happen just the recipe. again. Yeah, that's, they that's, think it's the recipe. It's not going to happen again.
0: <laughs> if you
3: look back at those seasons, <laughs> we weren't this bad. We we just weren't this bad. Yeah. We were decent, but we weren't this bad. Nothing has happened this season for me to honestly sit here and be like, we have a chance. We don't have a chance. Like, stop lying to ourselves. Like, people think these relegation jokes are funny. But, bro, the only reason we're not in relegation was the 10 points Tuko <laughs> got in his games when he was with us. Bro, think about that. Wow, that, yeah, in, that's, in, that's in, crazy. In 30 crazy. games, in uh, 20, well, yeah, 28, yeah, 20 games since Parter came in after Tuko, we were only able to pick up, what, 39 points, uh, 38 points, uh, 28 points after that. Bro, how? With... Eight change to go, we have thirty nine points. It's unbelievable, and people think hiring Frank was a good idea. How? Where do you see that? What What makes it a good idea? I I just don't understand. And I think this is all on Bowley. Bowley's ego, thinking he knows everything. This is that America owner ignorance. You know, you come in into a sport you have no clue about. We have everything intact, but I want my own guys. You know, like. At least allow these guys to transition you in. Give them a year, whatever it may be. You fire everybody thinking that you can hire every. I mean, this guy was running around in the summer making deals. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. even know the game. Yeah. And then you think you you know so much. <laughs> we came on this part, Cornelius and I said, firing Tuku cool was the wrong idea the day they fired him. We talked about it. We were all like, who makes such a decision? Seven this guy matches just, in. Since. solemn bully to me. Like, this is. Potter was never going to be that guy. We all knew that. I sat on this pod, told everybody to give him time. Not all about that time shit. You either know your shit or you don't. <laughs> I was actually willing to give this guy time. Yeah. But he proved that he was just, it just wasn't him. It just wasn't him. This is too big for him. And then you give him over 30 first team players. <laughs> he, he, how it's just not gonna work. It's been it's been one thing after the other. He just came in and thought he can just spend money to fill in the gaps. And even though Roman did it, Roman had somebody who knew the business. He knew somebody that had experience and knows the game. There was always the top guy in charge. Look at all the we guys we've we What's
0: her name? What's her name too? Donoskaya. Uh, yeah. Look at all the
3: managers we've run through. Top, 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 top level coaches. Yeah.
1: I don't know, you're, man. You're you're running out of managers, to be honest. We are. You.
3: We
0: we don't have a chance in <laughs> Champions League. We we don't so get Bielsa to like, keep us around. We don't have a chance in <laughs> Champions League. You <laughs> said yeah,
1: Bielsa. The, the, yeah. I mean, anybody's yeah. a possibility.
0: But
3: they had one on Chaladi. Now it's. I don't know. We can't get Nagelsmann. That should die quick. Go get Enrique. He's been out. He's been out of football. He's had time to sit and watch games. He's been talking about coming to the Premier League. He wants to coach for a team. He is almost the perfect fit for us. I'm not saying he's the perfect fit, but he's almost there. He's the personality. He can make decisions that nobody's going to question. And somehow we're here thinking Frank Lampard is the guy to – in what world does that make any sense? You brought in, you've given the guys four managers already in the season. All of them have different philosophies. Somehow you think within two months in the summer, these guys are supposed to drop everything and always figure everything out with this new guy. You understand? It's not realistic to me. Like now I actually have to be realistic. Because Chelsea has always been that club. We can spend, we fill in the gap, we go. You know, we've always been that club where we don't really need, we don't, we're not doing that patient. We're built. We don't do that. Right. But now we actually have to do that. So if you're going to be realistic about it, at least be realistic about it and stop (laughs) doing this. Oh, well, we might think we want to, we want to hire Ancelotti. We want to hire this person. We want to bring one guy in and let's, let's get this thing going. No matter who, I feel like the longer they take the, it's almost inevitable they're gonna make the wrong decision. That's what I'm scared of right now as a Chelsea fan. Cause it's almost, I think it's not, it's not hard to be like, yo, Enrique.
0: It's It's not hard. It's not hard if you have a football mind. It's not hard if you've been around the game and you've seen the game and you've internalized the game or you surround your people that know the game. Bowley does not know what he's doing. He's coming from an American sports mindset and trying to bring it over to England where it doesn't work the same. It just yes. does not work the same. And not only is he not surrounding himself with the people <laughs> that could get the job done, he's thinking that he can do it himself and try to be the the, the puppeteer in all this. Mm-hmm. And he's just as delusional as our fan base. Exactly. I mean, this is this is the same guy who earlier was in Twitter spaces trying to get ideas for who our next signing should be in January. And do you know what happens on our Twitter spaces? I don't know if y'all can see this. Hold on. Let me let, let me go ahead and unblur myself. He was shameless, myself. though, too. He was
1: just in in it, too. like Not mm-hmm. even like a burner account. It's just him. It was like yeah. this,
2: Elon Musk face. up in here. Elon yeah, Musk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if y'all can read should, that. He's, he's like, like, who he said, should I
3: fire next? We will play on to Frank Oh, my God.
0: This this is what I see on Twitter every day.
3: When oh, we have yeah. Frank,
0: Frank Lampard when he fights Ancelotti. We play Ancelotti Madrid team in the UCL. Bro, first and foremost, uh, yeah. this was March 2020 when Everton mm-hmm. was bad. Trust mm-hmm. me, because I looked it up. Everton mm-hmm. was bad. We all knew Ancelotti was on his way out by that point. We were even surprised he was able to keep the mid-table. We have people in our fan base that think that Frank <laughs> Lampard for the last eight, nine matches of the season is a good idea. And that's why I'm so frustrated because our fan base is all over the place. They don't know what to think. Just like Mike mm-hmm. said, they think just because we got a Thomas Tuchel who was able to give us a Champions League, you know, after coming in midway through the year that that's a recipe for success.
3: Mm-hmm. We
0: haven't had stability since Tuchel left. We haven't had stability with this new mm-hmm. ownership. We haven't had any identity. We're going and we're buying all these young guys, but there's no true true identity for Chelsea. No one can see a vision of where we're going and you can obviously tell that because it's from the top down. You're all only going to be as good as your management mm-hmm. the players are going to play uh, you know as well as they can but you're only going to be as good as your management i mean you look around the league and you look at some of these teams you look at a young team like arsenal what they're doing over there you look at a team like brighton what they're doing over there it's from the management down it's mm-hmm. all it, it, it's you can tell because they play a certain way they have a certain way of thinking and even if it doesn't go their way that one time they say okay let's tweak here let's tweak there let's tweak here And with Chelsea right now, there's really no light at the end of the tunnel for me. I I, I really don't see one right now. I'm I'm with you. And I think for us to have some sort of hope going into this next season, we need a real manager. We need a real manager. I've been saying that. Grant Potter is not going to be the guy for us. Mm -hmm. Tuchel could have been the guy for us, but he's gone. Frank Lampard is not going to be the guy for us. We need a true, true, Mm -hmm. true manager. I mean, mm-hmm. look at what look, look at what Burnley's done. Shout out to Burnley. Shout out to Vincent Company. They're coming back in the prem next year. And you know what Company did? He went, he did his homework, and then he came up through the ranks, and now he's with Burnley, and now he's actually creating an identity, creating a team, creating some sort of Burnley that we can now see and say, okay, I see how they play. I know how Company wants to play. That's what we need. Now we're not a we're not a Burnley, mm-hmm. you know. what I'm saying we're not coming up from the championship. We commend ourselves with being one of the top six. We're sitting in a. You lot might of-
2: be going back to the championships,
0: honestly. The way <laughs> I mean, me we we're talking about this. Let's we'll just talk about this. If you look at our next matches, mm-hmm. none of them are favorable. None of them. Our next our next two favorable matches, in my mind right now, mm-hmm. aren't until May sixth and May thirteenth, where we see Nottingham Forest. And uh and, and Bournemouth. Everybody mm. else is sitting above us on the table, or they're real Madrid. Like, like all banter
2: aside, right? Chelsea are in some or they're in a dog fight right mm. now. Um yeah. like all you like you both say from top to bottom, you're in a dog fight. Mm. Comparing to Arsenal when Crunky came in and there was that little fight with him and Uzmanov. Who's going to take over? Who's going to take over? And Kroenke eventually won. And we all, like, the Arsenal fan base, we lost our shit. I would have given I lost my shit. I was like, Uzmanov is a Russian. He's ready to spend the money. Like, let's get back up there. <laughs> and Kroenke came in and was like, no, we're just going to, you know, own Arsenal and we'll write the vanguard wave. And then that ended. And then it was like, okay, how? Where, where do we go from now? Do we go with the quick fix or should we go with the long-term fix? And they try the quick fix and they're like, nah, fuck that shit. It doesn't work, right? (laughs) uh, So then they went back and when they went back in for Arteta, I'm sure Arteta has some demands of like, no, I need at least five years. I need this, I need this, I need guarantees, I need that if we're going to make this project work. And they've stuck by him. Mm-hmm. Last season, when they gave Arteta a contract extension, everybody was like, What are you doing? Like, yeah. why are you giving him a contract extension? Right. But there was a plan. And now I bring it back to Chelsea and like Todd Bowley, man. Like, <laughs> bro, like, what are you doing? I'm not even a Chelsea fan. Like, I don't even like Chelsea that much, but like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. And my, you fear, want? my fear for Chelsea is. Bullies backed by a hedge fund. Mm-hmm. What do heft hedge funds want? Profit. A return. <laughs> yeah. A return on their investment.
0: ROI. Yeah. Exactly.
2: What has he done this season? Spent. Spent. Spent a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. And where's the return? It's not there. Yeah. He's gone through what three managers, or yeah. he's at the third one or the fourth one.
0: Yeah, right? technically four if you wanna if you wanna go yeah. our interim.
2: There you go, right? And you know, just just to <sighs> sign and get rid of Grand Potter, you pay 21-22 million pounds to and he's Brian. still on the
0: books, and he's still, still on, on the books.
2: books. You still have to pay him, you owe him yeah. money, right? You mm-hmm. went and signed these players because other clubs may want them, right? Like you look at the difference, and like obviously uh... we can laugh at the fact that oh, like Chelsea, like I remember everybody was like, oh, Chelsea went and got Jean-Felix, but Arsenal wanted him. Chelsea went, at, like in the summer, Chelsea went and got uh, Kukurea, but Man City wanted him. Why are you buying these players? What's the plan? <laughs> no, like, truly, what's the plan? Yeah. Did yeah. the manager want the player? Does yeah. does the player go with what the manager wants to do on the field? Right, And that's what happened that. when Roman was in charge. He surrounded himself just like you said, Mike, he surrounded himself with football people, and they went and spent the money, but they spent the money on a player that could fit into the manager's scheme or it, whatever the plan was for the next year or two. It was it, that player was going to fit in that, and that's it, right? When they went and bought Ashley Cole, like from Arsenal, mm-hmm. like he was—he's a legend at both clubs. Like, there's mm-hmm. rarely do you see a legend at like two rival clubs. But he's, mm-hmm. he's a legend at, at both clubs. So I don't get it. I'm scared yeah. for Chelsea in the summer. Uh, they're going to sure. have a fire sale. Mm-hmm. And who knows if they're going to recover from that. Is yeah. Bowley going to have another 300, 400 million pounds to spend in the summer? I don't think so.
3: You, you know, mm-hmm. one of my fears is we're going to sell a lot of players. We might end up selling the wrong guys. I, I, I I'm afraid of that. I, I, there are people in the fan base that actually believe we should sell uh, Mendy over Keppa. The, wow. the delusion—it's like we forgot who was actually in goal for us the last three trophies we won. Like I'm, I'm scared we're going to sell the wrong guys. I really do believe we're going to sell the wrong guys. Like, but I know a lot of guys are going to leave. Some guys is almost like inevitable; they just have to go. But others, it's like. So somebody like Mason Mount, I'm not going to cry. If Mason Mount goes, but some, some people will, we, we, we shouldn't, there's no need for us to like have to not find a way to keep in Mason Mount. Um, but because we've made these purchases, all these guys that have came in, we might have to let him go. You know what I'm saying? So
0: it's, it's going to be interesting. It's just a lot of dysfunction around our club. And I mean, I've been saying this since the sale. Since, honestly, since before the sales, since we got hit with <laughs> sanctions, you know, when Ukraine got invaded by Russia, there's going to be a very, very tumultuous period where we have no idea what's going on, which is currently right now. And I honestly think the only way to get around it is to hire a solid manager. That's the yeah. only way to get around it, because at the end of the day, good managers can shut off the noise and focus on the two at cool hand. Just focus on the job at hand, which is winning games, because winning cures all. I've said this from yeah. the jump. Winning is going to cure all. Just you I know. Think... Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: No, no, no. Like, like I hear what you're saying, and I think also like, patience seems to be the number one thing for mm-hmm. the next couple seasons That's for true. Chelsea, and the fan base, especially the fan base. Oh yeah. Like I speak of it. I mean, you see some of these Arsenal fans out there. Number one culprit is troops right troops was arteta out like <laughs> yeah. For forever yeah forever was like had his bullhorn. he was like, was like whatever yeah. he was doing mm-hmm. and then now where's troops i mean i can't find the guy saying arteta out anymore <laughs>
0: <right? But, laughs> he'd be trying to take selfies with the man now <laughs>
2: but it's one of those things like the fan base needs patience and like i think you have some of the fans that do know about the club and like do understand the situation, the situation of the club, need to go out there and just, like, let people know of, like, guys, be patient. It's – it's if, if top bully is not it, then the manager that comes in, the next manager needs at least – like, you need at least two years, two to three mm-hmm. years. It's no longer the time in the Premier League of instant success. Yeah. That's not going to happen anymore. You have yeah. the, the freaking – Giant of men's city to get past every season, you're not gonna have instant success, like, unless you're unless
1: you're you're 10 hog.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I, I, there, I mean, he's like, he's like, look, man, let me talk about that little trophy we want. You know, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Do you <laughs> mean? Little, you little, <laughs> <laughs>
0: now it's a little trophy. Now it's a Basically little trophy. Physically and emotionally, it's little. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and now they're back, top four, still, still in, you know, fighting distance of getting that third spot. And they're, I believe, three points ahead of Tottenham. So, or mm-hmm. six points ahead of Tottenham. So, they look three, good again. Three points, And yeah. that's what you need. And that's what you need. And when I look at United, you know, another Ma- Marcus Rashford. Another mm-hmm. another great performance by him. I mean, obviously, you might have your your qualms on some the defensive side of things. But he's doing what he has to do to get these wins. And these three points are going to be very, very important leading into this last month of the season.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, he was yeah. good. Um I mean, he, 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 the thing with Rashford is he, he cannot play well and still score. Um, I've just kind of come to terms that like, in, in in terms of like work ethic, I just don't think that I'm going to get the same work ethic from him as uh, I would, as like a Gabriel Jesus, for example, Sure. or just like, um, but I mean, he does score and I mean, we needed that, uh, we needed that goal, his goal, to ultimately uh, beat Brentford. Um, and then but yeah, man, week, I just shout out, out Scotty, me. McTomb. Yeah, man, and I, I felt like more so on 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 Saturday against um Everton. I just we created so many chances in the first half. We we created. I'm not gonna lie, like there was a, like four goals where I, I was like yeah we we easily could have been up four 0 and and for me, I felt like that was kind of like you could tell like that's like the difference in between like where we are as a team as opposed to a to a team like Arsenal or a city because I feel like if it was that if it was you know those teams that got those uh chances, I feel like they would have won like five 0 um just because I just feel like they're just more clinical than we are. but you know. I think the most important thing was that we got three points. Uh, Rashford got um injured towards the end of the game. So I don't know how long he's going to be out for, but hopefully it's not too long. We survived the Casemiro suspension. Now Casemiro's back, ready to go against Sevilla. So um yeah, man, it's it's I can't complain, man. We we got Tottenham got a fraudulent win, but We're three points ahead of uh, Tottenham with the game in hand. Still in FA Cup, still in uh, Europa League. And um, yeah, man. I did want to shout out Bruno, though, too, man. I feel like Bruno has really, this season has really just, if if I were to ask, like, who's been our best player, Mm -hmm. I'd probably have to say it's between De Gea, Bruno. or Rashford, you could say Rashford. I could, also, I could also say Casemiro, though, too, man. Like, it's, it's it, we are a different team night and day. And ultimately, too, um, Erickson is coming back, too. He got minutes oh, in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He looks good. Um, so now that he's back, we'll never have to see McTominay again, which I'm very excited about <laughs> that. And then Marcial coming back and getting yeah. a goal, though, too, man. Martial.
2: Hating on McTominay, man. Nah, I'm, dude, not, I'm not hating. He, just... he scored for his country. He scored for you. Like I don't know. Yeah, he, is. Is. He, he scored actually, for yeah. us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, no, no, no. He no. goes he in went crazy for up his on country. Challenges. I'm just no, saying.
1: I, I, no, I, I, w- Nakomi, you know, you what? You're right. You're right. I, I will give him his credit. I will say in the Everton game, um, you know, they have a pretty physical midfield. Everton do. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that you know he was up for it. Um, he definitely, you know, worked his tail off in midfield. And I think, you know, obviously he got the goal though, too. So, you know, I I can't really complain about McTominay's performance. But, I mean, just, you know, the, the difference in level between him and Casemiro is night and day. Um, and with mm-hmm. Casemiro coming back, mm-hmm. yeah, with er- with Erickson coming back, we'll get to have the midfield of Casemiro, Erickson, and Bruno back. I liked the front three of... Sancho playing I feel like Sancho was looking good I feel like that was a good assist on the McTominay <laughs> goal that was a great mm-hmm. assist um yeah Sancho Rashford and Anthony I like that front three I, I think that we got something there with that <laughs> then I mean Marcial scoring too if he could just stay healthy um we're a different team with Marcial I know a lot of people say oh, that yeah. he's, he, mm-hmm. you know he, he's not that great but bro I think we're a different team with him Kobe, I see you shaking your head. Why, why, don't, why don't you like
2: Martial? No. no, no, no. I I agree with you on that. I I like Martial, actually. I think mm-hmm. he's clinical. Like, I think yeah, you yeah. give him a chance at scoring, and he's going to score. Mm-hmm. Nine yeah. times out of ten, he's putting down in the back of the net. Um, he's just been unlucky with, with injuries, man. Yeah. So yeah that's it, complain, really. And, and, and he just, again, hasn't had a consistent – um, plan, a consistent way of playing, you know, a consistent manager um, to allow him to, like, find his footing. Yeah, um, I agree. It seems like whenever he gets hurt for a long period of time, there's, like, a change in management, and he comes back, and he has to, like, start all over.
3: Mm-hmm. That's
0: facts. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. a good point.
3: Salaam, so, so does, it, does it worry you that, you know, you guys have... You guys are still in all these competitions, and with the way Newcastle is playing, do you think these uh, games on your schedule affect, you know, you securing, you know, top four?
1: Uh, No, just because of the other teams that are below us. I, I don't think that Tottenham is, is will accumulate more points than us in, in, in the league. I just, yeah. I, I know we're only up three points, and I know we have a we're game, game in the league, though, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, like, shit. Arsenal had one game a week and they tied. So, like, <laughs> I mean, it's um, I don't know, man. I mean, the the thing with the Premier League though is, man, it's 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 any given Saturday, Sunday, man. Anyone can get it. Um, Cornelius was talking about this a little bit, but I think before we started, but all the teams that are in the bottom, except the teams that were like in like relegation, are like doing well. Like Palace, oh. those teams, like all of these teams, are winning now. And, oh. but I mean, I don't know. I just think that we're better than t- Tottenham. I feel like is the biggest threat. I could really, I'm not bothered if we finish in third or fourth. I don't. <laughs> we can finish in second. Yeah. I don't. I, I could really care less if we're, not, you know. But, um, I don't know, bro. I, I also think like we can win Europa League. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. For me, it's it's if I'm looking at Europa League and, and, and top four, you know, I, I'm going to take I'm going to roll the dice and see if I can get something in the Europa
0: League. I mean, okay. you win Europa, you get the automatic yeah. birth. So it's yeah, it's kind of I think. It's, yeah, you kind of I don't want to say playing with like uh, you, you're the hand that you're sitting with right now is solid. You know what I mean? It's not the mm-hmm. best hand in the world, but you have mm-hmm. a real solid hand because I would say you're probably the strongest team. Right now, currently left in Europa League, you know, Mm -hmm. with Arsenal gone, I would say is Juve still in?
3: Yeah, yeah. So they're, yeah,
0: so you and Juve, Juve, I would say, are the strongest two teams. So it'll it'll come down to I believe one of you, Sporting, and Sporting is good, but but I think. yeah, Of course, <laughs> but I think yeah. I think United has a stronger overall team when you look at I mean, but then again, it's Europe, you know, the, way they, play in coming, Port- the way they play in Portugal is different than the way they play in England. So yeah, absolutely. maybe those mm-hmm. two ta- tactically, you're going to have to try to play a little bit differently against them. But I still think at the end of the day, United probably has one of the stronger teams in Europa. And sitting in third place, you know, you have, or fourth place right now, you have a very, very strong you, you have a strong claim to stay top four, I would say, because I don't think yeah. you're going to get caught by either Villa, who's in six right now, or Tottenham in five.
1: I think, I think, so for me, Villa like, cool. is
2: in sixth.
1: Villa, bro. Villa's yeah.
0: in sixth. They've been quietly Unai, just winning games, bro. Yeah, they're, they're, Henry, they're one of those just teams. Just
2: going about business.
1: Good evening. Good evening. Yeah. Good, good evening. Good evening. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Yeah. No, but I, but, but I will say, I think I, I just wanted to finish up with United. Like, I, I, I actually think sometimes I think the cup competitions might actually be the better, like the more advantageous avenue for success for us. Because with the league, you got to be consistent with the league. The one thing that I know about United, at least right now, where we're at right now as a team, is that we're consistently inconsistent. We can look very, very, very good, and then we could, you know, easily get one point from nine, um, from a possible of nine. So, yeah. um, but yeah,
0: man. I get it. I get it.
1: But yeah, I mean, wow. I guess we can hop into predictions
0: though. I mean, yeah, let's let's get these predictions going on because, uh, I wanted already... to
3: uh, touch a little bit on the uh, other Champions League matchups if you guys don't care.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. we can talk about it. Like, so, uh,
3: Roma Napoli, Roma, uh, uh, uh AC Napoli, Milan. AC Milan, AC Milan just smacked them for yeah, zero. Napoli's never now, again. Yeah.
0: Definitely, uh, Napoli definitely coming Napoli. back with that. Osimhen plays. Definitely plays. Yeah, he's been They're out with
3: that Yeah, Osimhen's been out. So if he doesn't, uh, if play... he if, if he's out, I'm out. If he's out, out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. If he's
1: out, I'm going AC Milan. I actually, I actually just bought Rafael Leao in my uh, my career. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got an and F on up. the. Tra- I got an F on the transfer because I overpaid.
0: <laughs> he says, Josh, "Cash, baby. baby.
1: Yeah, man. Nin- Ninety-one million, man. Yeah. Mm. City
3: so, Bayern,
0: City Bayern. Um, that's that's the one. That's
1: Tuesday, City Bayern. Yeah, that's the that will yeah, be a Tuko good.
3: Tuko and Pep. That, that's going to be a good one.
0: I actually it's at, think it's at City though. Um, yeah. I, I, no, I think Byron,
1: I, I kind of got City. I'm not, I'm I have City Byron. on the first leg. I think I, I think, City, I think on the City
2: first
1: leg. Yeah, I got City winning comfortably.
2: Is is." Time. Mane healthy,
1: he's uh, back. Yeah. yeah, he's been he's playing. Back. He's
2: back. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mane. I'm going Bayern too. I, I'm going Bayern, man. That's yeah. that's a strong team right there.
0: Oof. I mean, uh, it's a good too? shot. Yeah, I, it's a good I think shot. I'm going to go City with the first leg. To be honest, okay. I think yeah, yeah I'm I with think you. City's Quigley's. got it, but that second one it could go either way.
2: Thomas Muller with the screaming <laughs> win and goal.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it. Yeah, I mean, there. probably. Muller's quietly uh, having a great season this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And then I, I, I yeah. What you saying?
1: No, no. I just I saw this tweet the other day saying that um there was like this like essentially it was like a compilation of of him of Thomas Muller and I guess he's like one of the most fun players to watch in Germany just because like he he's just like the work he does like in a game is like I guess just you got to give it up to him. So I, just I was watching.
3: uh I can't remember which game i was watching recently and he dummied a ball to um to promoting and i played it back and back again and i'm like did he even see him there and i'm like (laughs) these are things i wouldn't think about you know you know what i'm saying like the way he dummied it like he knows he was going to be back there and i'm like there's just no way he knew he was going to be back there but just like what you were saying like he probably knew he's been you know working
0: it's certain yeah. things like when you see certain players do at the highest level, you just got to sit back and be like, these guys are elite, like yeah. elite, yeah. elite. Even Saka today, Who, when it was closer to the end of the game, and the, the he was he was getting double teamed, and he hit that little spin to get out, and he tried to mm-hmm. play the ball across, and it got past Martinelli. I'm like, how did he get out of that? Yeah. <laughs> how did yeah. he even get out of that? Because yeah. first of all, he had a run to get the ball, and then the second defender came, and he just spinned. Bro, I'm looking at when him, like, he did that, eyes are elite, <laughs> elite. <laughs> mm-hmm. When he did
2: that, Konate and and Trent, were like, where the fuck did he go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Where did he go? I like, yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm.
3: they, they were. I thought they he turned was gonna around leave the ball.
2: He's crossing it in already. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, and Speaking of good,
1: so quick. I was gonna say, speaking of speaking of good touches, I don't know if you guys saw the cross from I don't know who it was, but it was Martinelli. And he just like just brought it down just like bah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, damn, Martinelli, <laughs> man. But it's, it's like you do that and then you just overhit a pass uh to soccer. How? Like, how? like how the most the most clutch <laughs> moment. Like you could have he could have had he could have had two assists and a goal. Like you could have been right. man of the match, you could have been, you could have been clear top of the league, like, you know, just I, you know, you know, that, that
3: is replaying in his mind the whole that, that pass,
2: that yeah.
1: pass, man.
3: Yeah. You hey, get too excited. No, no, no. That, that's you what know, happens. You, you get too hey, excited. Hey, hey,
2: Zinchenko, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Zinchenko. Told yeah. this. Yeah. Hey. He went to the bench <laughs> and started crying. I was he started like, crying, man. Damn, oh I my was like. Trent looked at him like, nah, I'm you're no, you no, gonna it, get me it, it, it <laughs>
3: happens, it happens to everybody. Why isn't why you would get it?
0: Trent said, You you know how they you know how they be playing me? Nah, today's <laughs> your turn. Today's <laughs> your turn. <laughs> who, who, are
3: the,
1: who are the other Champions League matchups?
0: And then us, Chelsea Madrid. Uh, Chelsea Madrid. Oh, well, there's <laughs> inter inter and Benfica.
1: Yeah, Inter and Benfica. Yeah. Oh, you know what we should talk about?
3: You guys see the shit with uh, Lukaku?
0: Oh yeah! yeah, yeah. Actually, I was gonna bring that up right at the end. Um, It's Italy, man. They don't do anything. Two two things. Two things, though. Two things, though. One, the ref. The ref can't go to the monitor for things like that because he got a a card. (laughs) And, and, And and I was also gonna bring up today. Yeah. So for one refs aren't allowed to use VAR to go to monitor to because he gave him a he gave him a, a second yellow, I believe, right, which ended up yeah. being a red card. Mm-hmm. But those can go to the monitor. I've seen cards been reversed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, I'm looking at the ref like, why would you go give a card? Not really knowing what was going on in the background, you kind of just see Lukaku do and it's a celebration, like, are you not allowed to celebrate? Mm-hmm. And for two, yo, my man got chin check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robertson, yeah. Robertson? Did you, did, did you hear about that, comment? What do you think happens with that? Yeah,
2: yeah, no, I saw that. Um, I was trying to figure out what was going on, especially at halftime, um, when <laughs> there was the whole commotion. I first thought um, it was uh, not Robertson, but uh, what's his name? Curtis Jones mm-hmm. that got the yellow card. And then when they talked about it, I was just like, whoa, okay. (laughs) So I watched the video. I watched the video, and I'm like, okay, you can see a slight touch from Robertson, right? You can see a slight slight touch, and you don't know what he said to the ref as he's walking up to Mm -hmm, the ref. mm -hmm. And obviously, I ref, so, like, I'm going to be a little biased, but is the elbow high? Yes. Is the reaction – is the reaction – needed or was that needed? I think so. Was it warranted? I think so. I think there's a little touch. Wow, really? There. I think players, especially in some of the top leagues, tend seem to think they can just deal with refs however they want, right? Mm-hmm. And you also don't know what the ref has been dealing with with the fans just behind him on the chalk line. <laughs> yeah. What he's been hearing from clock Robertson, <laughs> right? What he's been hearing mm-hmm. from the players. Mm-hmm. So as you see Robertson approach you like that, and as soon as you start feeling that touch coming, that's the reaction. It's like, yo, like, what are you doing, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just, I think it's just a bit unfortunate that his elbow went up that high and like caught Robertson. People at the end of the game on, on Peacock, they're talking about, oh, like, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him ref again. I don't think that's it. I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is they need to stop letting players bombard referees <laughs>
0: yeah. like
2: so, the whole entire game.
0: I so think, I, go ahead. No. So I, I agree with you to a certain extent, but but as a former ref too, cause I used to ref you 12 you 13 back in the day when I was in high school and a little bit when I was in college at the end of the day, as a referee, your main job is to control the match and protect the players. Right. Because you don't want the game to get out of hand where you just start seeing crazy files and now there's studs up. And your job as a referee is to control the match and protect the players. And in the same season where you see Mitrovic getting an eight game ban for going up to a ref mm-hmm. and, and getting in his face, I think we know the precedent is set that refs are protected. But at the end of the day, these referees are also supposed to protect players. So, Sure, yeah, Robertson going up in his face and getting all up in him and screaming and doing all the other stuff, I'm not with it. But as a mm-hmm. referee, I don't think you should be able to he physically line- retaliate. He, you know what li- I
1: mean? He's a linesman, though, Cornelius, and he came from I'm behind him. He, The ref was running towards the center, like the center, as far as mm-hmm. like how I understood it. And like I mean, he came the- from behind him, so I kind of – I kind of I, I'm definitely like siding with Comey.
3: Comey, yeah, I, I see Comey's point of view in you know, like, sense, uh, I see how he could have, you know, mistakenly done that too, because but, we don't know what he said when he was getting there. Could have startled him. You, you never know. You know. Yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, like, yeah, it, it definitely could have startled him. I, I, I think that um, it's unfortunate it looked the way it did, um, <laughs> and you know. I think ultimately, you know, I, you know, I guess
2: like if players can milk it, I think they will. Yeah. I don't think this is what the PGMOL needs to worry about. Like, I don't think Mm. after some of the calls this weekend, I don't think that's what they need to worry about. And then to go back (laughs) to the Lukaku situation, I mean, it's Italy, they're racist, you know some of the refs are racist. Some of the coaches Mm -hmm. are racist. Some of the players even on his own Mm -hmm. team are racist. Like I've been at games in Italy. I've been at Estadio Olimpico in Rome and like watching a Roma game and I like, it's a funny story. I knocked over like a fan's beer and I was in the section with the Roma Ultras and I knocked over his beer and I just like looked around to see if anybody saw me and just like quickly walked away because I was like like, I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> like, yeah, like,
3: there.
0: Let did. me just get out of here.
2: They're yeah. all drunk. They're all, like, yelling, whatever they're yelling. And I was just like, hmm. I'm out of here. So, like, yeah. as somebody like Lukaku, who's played in Italy for a while, mm-hmm. understand a bit of the language, mm-hmm. he knows what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And everybody on the field hears it, mm-hmm. right? Like, we had the instance um, the other day, too, where um, Jose had to silence the crowd. True. Hmm. True. The broma crowd of like, yo, guys, stop. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you know? So everybody knows it, and I think he he's unlucky to have been punished there. The ref, refs all across the major leagues need to stop or actually start going to the screen more and more and more uh, to figure things out. I like agree with that. Like in the Tottenham game, like yeah. it doesn't hurt. Like it really does not hurt. I'm not a Tottenham fan, and I wasn't rooting for Tottenham, but also like yeah. I wasn't wanting to watch them like you care you know, about the integrity of the them. game. Yeah, yeah, but I care about that. Like I saw the tackle on on Matoma and I was like, "Ref, at least go look at the screen. Where's yeah. the VAR? Why aren't you just telling the refs just to go look? And if he goes mm-hmm. and looks and agrees with you, cool. Like yeah. Keep going, right?
3: Like I mean, the business. ref should always go look. Like always. You you you're the guy on the field. Go look at it. I don't know why it's so hard for them to just go look at the screen.
2: And, like, like it gives the ref, the center ref, an out by saying, oh, mm-hmm. VAR told me it's cool. No, bro. Like, yeah. Just go. I'm going to go take a look no matter what. I'm going to yeah. take a look. Right. And especially if things are happening so fast and you miss stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, Brighton could have had two penalties. Yeah. Um, they had a goal disallowed. Mm-hmm. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody on Tottenham could have gotten a red card too. Yeah.
3: Uh, even, even their 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 manager getting the red, even though he wasn't involved in the scuffle. Yeah, <laughs> made no sense.
1: But yeah, it was so many just like wrong decisions, like yeah, in, in the game, you know.
2: And then like... you know you have the PGMOL coming out saying, "Oh, we made a mistake." Like bro, what does that, what, how does that help me now? Like, yeah. It doesn't,
0: <laughs> it doesn't remedy anything. And then the apology is it, it just falls on deaf ears. Cause yeah. we know next week there's going to be something else that happens. And then you're going to have to come back and say, Oh, we apologize. There's really no like consequences. Th- there's no consequences for these refs. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no real checks and balances. They just say, sorry, it won't happen again. Then it happens again. And we just kind of have to deal with it.
3: Yeah.
1: But yeah, I I just wanted yeah. to say lastly, just like with the, the Lukaku situation, like you know Juan Cuadrado and him apparently got into it at the end, and I obviously I me not being there, I don't know like what the atmosphere was like or like what was mm-hmm. being said, but I'm sure Juan Cuadrado has played in Serie A and for yeah, Juve for for, for for a while now, oh, so like you know it would have just been kind of nice to. For him to, I guess, just kind of read the room and, you know, kind of like, you know, like be a, you know, just be an ally Mm -hmm. to clearly someone who's getting racially abused Mm -hmm. instead of like confronting him and making it a whole thing about like you versus me. Like, I I don't know. Agree. um, I agree.
3: I I agree with that. Completely just not reading Mm -hmm. the room. Missed an opportunity to do something. For sure. Just completely
0: unaware. and shout out for Mbappe, who said something after the fact. You know, that's he correct. pretty much came out on said, We know that racism exists. We keep saying it, and we're not going to stop saying it until we actually see some real change. So I do I do want to shout him out for for being real quick to say something about that.
3: Mm. I mean, both teams released, you know, statements, but that's what they do in Italy, man. They, yeah, them, them, also, they, they, they don't, mean don't do anything. You don't know, mean Juve, uh, right. Juve
2: actually, they went back and found the two fans and banned them.
1: Mm-hmm. One of As them was
2: banned for life, and the other one was banned for like ten years or something like that.
1: As they should, ten years
2: from yeah. attending like like men's, women's, kids like academy. Like he came and come to practice,
1: um, <laughs> yeah.
0: like wow. close to the club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. can't even drink at our pubs. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah. I mean, it's sad to see. It, it, I mean, it's really sad. It's mm-hmm. it's we live with it every day, right? So like.
3: The fact that we even have to chalk it up to oh, it's Italy, you know? It's Italy, right?
2: Yeah, it's
0: it's, it's crazy.
2: Yeah, and it's funny. Like you know, I don't know if you guys know, but also I support Millwall, Mm -hmm. and like every time I tell people I support Millwall, people go, "Oh, it's like those those friends are racist." I'm like. I'm like, I've been to two games there. I no one's ever called me the N-word. Like, I'm I am do not know. Like, mm-hmm. like they just saw me as a fan. Like I went there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you doing? Or how are you finding out the racist? Mm-hmm. But also,
0: like, you know, like speak speak just... on that, speak on that fandom a little bit, because I didn't know that about you. Where did that where did that start? <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. that started cause
2: so I have um a couple Is that friends. also another
0: big togo team?
2: <laughs> no. no, uh, man. The Dan, no, um, mm-hmm. so basically, my buddy archer um who Mike and Salam mm-hmm.
3: um
2: he's uh he's a massive united fan, um and you know we just wanted to find a team to support so together and <laughs> wow. it was millwall, and he happened <laughs> to be living in London at the time, well, he's still mm-hmm. there, but when he was there he uh he lived close to their stadium um and he went to a few games, it was like, hey, man, I think I found a team. And,
0: that's dope that's dope so it's millwall Mm -hmm. man Millwall. i I love when people support you know teams outside of the big five leagues even a championship team to support That is kind of cool so i always like hearing them stories
2: yeah i went there with some some americans um back in 2019 and um (laughs) they were just like looking at me because we sat by the fence and like there was this like little kid in front of us that kept like you know just cussing out some of the <laughs> and they're looking at me like, "Is this happened all the time?" I'm like, "Yeah, bro, this this happens. <laughs> just let it go. Just let it go. It's a little kid. It's, it's a little kid."
0: Yeah, it's not uh, that's predictions, man Yeah, that was a perfect way to end it. So Chelsea, we see Madrid on Wednesday. I hope we just don't embarrass ourselves too much. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: Just please don't go embarrass us in Madrid. Come home with some dignity. That's yeah. all I'm asking. Yeah, don't, 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 Come yeah. home with some dignity. That's <laughs> all I'm asking.
2: You good slow?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then
3: <laughs>
0: Saturday we see Brighton at home. I'm I'm just gonna say it again. Let's just not embarrass ourselves.
1: Brian? One one. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I was gonna man. say
0: one-one.
1: No, GRG nil. <laughs> you nah, you confident, of that. man? One-one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said one-nil against like,
3: Wolves. I said I said one-one
0: one against. I said one-nil against Wolves, and <laughs> that, it, that, unfortunately, it was the other way around. So let you're me still
2: waiting for that thirtieth goal of the season <laughs> for the club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. so
1: crazy. How you guys have just, twenty-nine
2: like, goals, thirty games,
1: yeah. twenty-nine. Goals. has more
3: goals than this.
1: He you guys, you were in fifth place when Tuchel got fired. Yeah. Damn.
0: I know. Speak on it's it. <laughs> Speak on it. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I'll go next. Uh, so um, so what what'd you what did you say, Cornelius? One one?
0: Let's go one-nil. Yeah, yeah. One-nil against Brighton. Chelsea with the win. I'm I'm saying it's a but, goal off a corner. Hold
1: What did know. you what did go you say with play. um Real Madrid though? Let's not you... embarrass ourselves. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That,
0: that, that, yeah, yeah. You determined. You, you can go toe to toe. Not right now. Not not in this.
3: Now we're Ramadan. No, Benzema, not not in the right? form. <laughs> yeah, in, Ram- Ramadan
0: Benzema. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah inshallah,
3: You're
1: for real.
0: In real. real. Yeah, you inshallah. guys are done.
1: Yeah, you guys Shit. are done. Yeah, so uh, we got Sevilla at home at Old Trafford on Thursday in the Europa League. Casemiro's back. Um, Ericsson's back. Um, Varon will be hopefully be back. Um, yeah, man, I'm, um, I'm expecting a win there. He said hopefully, the are surviving. Hopefully, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm feeling good. The are surviving. I'm feeling good. Hopefully, Marcial can get a start too. Um, wow, okay, but, but yeah, man, I, I'm feeling really good about that game. Hopefully, we, we, we have a good, um, we have a good game and a good foundation going into the away leg next week, but. Um yeah man, I, I see a good result there. And then Nottingham Forest away uh on the weekend on Sunday. I think Nottingham Forest is just a matter of formality. <laughs> we go, we play, we win, we leave. Okay, MLK. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Arsenal we all see, man. <laughs> Uh well as you know you know we're doing the top of the league thing only one game a week uh, <laughs> the other tournaments can't handle us so we're out of them uh, <laughs> <can't> handle us <laughs> but uh no we have we have West Ham away um at the weekend on yeah. Sunday um it's a man, tough one it's a tough one because they give us a good a good first half when they played at the Emirates early in the season, so I'm I'm not sure exactly where to go, but I'm confident in a win. I think it'll be maybe 2-1, 3-1. Um, looks like we've got, a, you know, at least a goal in us that we give to the, the, the opposition a game right now, so mm-hmm. um, who knows? Maybe Talibah comes back. Maybe, um, you know, we're a bit stronger, but so, he's not out for the season. He's not out for the season. He oh, he okay. trained a little mm-hmm. bit this week. Um, okay. They hid that pretty well, but I'm pretty sure he trained um, mm-hmm. this week. Um, and, like, the way they post some of the pictures, they try to, like, crop some of them, and you're like, oh, yeah. come on.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, like, again, to be honest, for Arsenal, I think we'd go either way. I think we could go 2-1, 3-1, one, one, or it could be a hammering. It could be, like, 4-5-0. Um, West Ham are
3: not. Yeah, they're not that good. They're ready. they're
2: not there right now. And Arsenal, I think have to have a point to prove. And it seems like the way the schedules are being done, you know, they're trying to give Man City um the game before us, and like they're playing on Saturday, and Arsenal's going to have to go in potentially on Sunday with you know with only being ahead three points, so.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, shit, I just kind of wanted to get into City's next two games. City obviously plays Bayern in the Champions League. Um, I, I, Cornelius and I said uh, we think City will win. Mike and Comey are with Bayern. Bayern. Um, Bayern. And then on Saturday, they play Leicester at home. They have two home games uh, rounded out with Leicester
0: at home. That might be another 4-1 massacre.
1: That one might... <laughs> Yeah, it's going to go one of two ways. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesse Marsh, I
2: I always, yeah, that's what I was going to say is I always, you know, root for, I've been rooting for City to lose now for so long. Mm-hmm. But every team always just bottles Jokes. it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, Leicester might have Jesse Marchand. Yeah. Uh, it could be that new manager bounce of let's mm-hmm. just go out there and not lose.
1: so
0: so so have that because the last report i saw said that he turned it down oh really no
3: way
0: (laughs) he turned it down
3: jesse marsh (laughs) i might might be tripping wait what
2: what position is he in to turn shit down (laughs) yeah Yeah. no he did he he did he
1: did turn down the uh um the southampton job
0: yeah maybe that's what i was looking at okay so yeah, the reports the said it should be confirmed
3: in 24 hours.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah The reports it, said
3: they should be good to go. Um all
2: right. I mean, <laughs> that's another one. I mean, Leicester are just a shell of themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're they've got the players to like beat any team. It's they, they just made, about the confidence. I think they made
3: some questionable decisions at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Like selling uh Schmeichel. Mm. The, 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 that, that, was the money, that was a head scratcher. That was a head scratcher. I don't know. Made some questionable yeah, I mean, decisions for me. I, I think I, that I they're sell
1: Schmeichel. I mean, they're in an interesting mm-hmm. position this summer because uh, Tillman's is out on a free, I was
0: gonna and say no him. one's in,
1: and no one's in for him. I just feel like no,
0: it's, it's there. Arsenal are. Um, I just feel like, lead to him, but I feel like it, y'all... No
2: reports this week are saying uh, they open talks with his agent. Okay. Um, oh,
1: okay 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 so game. you guys
2: Lolo.
1: so so you guys are talking uh so i think
2: they've always told him that mm-hmm. um they'll just because when they tried in the summer mm-hmm. and lester said no then yeah. they just told him like i think they gave him a guarantee of like we'll come back in 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 you know after the, the season for yeah. you so i think that's why he held on because he had offers in january to leave but i think okay. that's why he held on
3: so. so, do you prefer um, you guys going for Tillemans instead of trying to see what you can get with rice?
2: Uh, I think it's going to be both.
3: Really? Oh,
2: oh. Tillman's. It's going to be Tillemans on a free, um, for sure. Um, and rice or Caicedo, but I think it's going to be rice, mm-hmm. and that gives them the the ability to spend the money on rice, um, and. Jorginho, I think, is is gonna go somewhere else. I he's he mm. was just there for, you know, a couple of months. I don't think yeah. he's gonna stay for next season. <clears throat> um
1: hmm. well, all right. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think definitely uh, game of the week obviously was Liverpool Arsenal. It was a classic. Um and, and makes the mm. t- title race a lot more interesting as we conclude the this um Premier League season, but um, yeah, man. Before we get out, do you guys have any shout outs? I have one shout out. I have, I just want to say, Bruno Fernandez, oh my, my, guy. Yeah. my guy, my guy, my <laughs> guy, pulling us through. Uh, what can uh... I say? My captain. <laughs> no shout outs for wait, you wait, guys? Wait, wait, oh, yeah, I guess. I guess uh, you guys just yeah I'm gonna just... say
2: shout out, shout out to um what is name, Nunez for that
3: goal <laughs> that was a
2: <laughs> that was a beautiful goal man
3: against Chelsea, yeah.
1: against Chelsea there so shout yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. that was a that was a hell of a goal. Why does Kepa make every goal look nice?
3: Uh, you, you know every goal that goes by Kepa I'm like Mendy would have saved that every time. No. I mean, it, it was a nice go, but it, it was a keeper nice like Mandy. I think he,
1: he raised the roof, ball. he touches yeah. that
3: ball. But, anyways,
1: yeah. Ramsdale would have made that save. Ramsdale, made that Ramsdale. Save. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Did,
1: did you see who's who's tied with uh most clean sheets, by the way? Uh, oh, Pope
2: and the somebody else, the hair and the the Pope,
1: hand. yeah. Awkward. <laughs> Wait, who is yeah, it's De Gea And, and I who? Think it's, I, and... I think it's Pope.
2: Pope, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. But all right, guys. All right. Good episode. Um, appreciate everyone for tuning in. Thank you, in. Comey,
2: for coming on.
1: Yeah, definitely. Of thank course. you, bro, for, for hopping Pleasure. on. It's been a lot of what fun. Did
2: Cornelius go. He's
1: yeah, thank you. I think his laptop <laughs> oh. probably died, but yeah. Um, as always, appreciate everyone for tuning in, and good luck to you and your future endeavors. <laughs>
2: Thanks for. Having-